Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles in the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. Welcome back, Slackers. Brad, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside uh, while we're recording this, and and I'm stuck in a room right now without any windows, so I'm not really enjoying it, but I'm not hot. I'm um, uh, supposed to get up into the 90s today, so looking forward to that when I get off. Um, yeah, how about yourself? How's Addison doing? You're looking forward to the 90s? Yeah, I mean, it's nice out. It's been rainy all the last couple of weeks, pretty much, so... I haven't really been able to do near as much as I'd like. Yeah, it hasn't been too rainy. It's been last, what, week and a half? It's been super nice. And 90 just feels too hot. I'm not looking forward to today. I think it's going to get too warm, and I'm just going to be angry. Quit being a baby. No, I refuse. See, the problem is, I'm jaded. I mean, it's too easy. I went, uh, as a simple ride report here for Father's Day, went on a good long... uh, Good long ride with the new uh, the new owner of the chicken wing. We ended up going out to uh, to the Evergreen Air Museum. You ever been there? I've heard of it. How was it? That's a pretty cool joint. We didn't end up going in or, or doing the the indoor thing, but they've got Nemo. fifteen maybe jets sitting outside on the lawn that you can walk to, park under. Did you go on for a spin? No, you can't fly them. And Wait, what do you mean you can't fly them? Did you try? We may, we did notice that none of them are tied down. If you had a good enough truck, you could probably drive off with them. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't even try to fly one? No. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why they're out front. I don't think you're supposed to climb on It's them. an honor system. You just go and you bring it back when you're done. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool to sit there and, you know, they've got little plaques with all the specs, although the outside plaques are a bit faded. It's It's definitely... I, I remember growing up here in this area when the museum was just kind of a, a hole in the wall with a couple of planes, and then there was a you know a a moment where we got the spruce goose and we threw it out here in uh, you know at that museum. Just threw it, and we well we ended up getting it. Did you know the story of that? It's actually pretty cool. I didn't know the whole story. My, the Yogi my dad Bear gave story? Me I mean, I've, I've got the movie that Yogi Bear's in. The Yogi Bear story? What are you talking about? Do you have a VHS? I'll, I'll bring it in. You can watch With it. the spruce goose? Yes! No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, he flew it. It, was, right. pretty, it was pretty magical. If anybody I, knows I what believe talking it. about, I, you should message us. A bear flying the spruce goose sounds magical. But no, they, they floated it down the Willamette. They... You know, in pieces, they had, it was a whole thing, get it down there into the Evergreen Museum. And then, you know, at the same point, they revamped the museum, put a little water park next to it. And it's just kind of been a a pretty, I don't know if high end's the right word, but a very nice museum since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I kind of remember all that transition and, and growth of the museum. And then to go there and kind of see all those plaques out that are all sun faded and UV faded and, and uh, you know, hard to read these days was, was a bit disappointing. But uh, but it's still cool because you can go there. You know, we rode out there, uh, took some good roads up over the hills through uh, you know through shoals and, and other areas like that, just uh, south of of Beaverton, Aloha, Hillsboro area. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's some good good twisty roads up over the hills down into um, 
into McMinnville where you can go to the museum. Okay. And then you get to, you know, you go park out in front of those, the planes, take some good pictures, walk around and really just, you know, touch and, and look at all these, these planes that are sitting outside, a couple of old Blue Angels, an old MiG, um, you know, just different, different uh, military jets that are just parked out in the lawn. So it's kind of, kind of cool. Go do that. You know, we, we peeked through the window and got our free visit of the, the main museum through the window. You didn't just open the door? No, you know, they they wanted to charge us money to go through that door. And so we both decided we'd just go and uh, get a soda and chat for a while for Father's Day and then ride back. So, uh-huh. okay. okay. Didn't do too much. But nonetheless, those roads, I was impressed. Highway 19 is a good ride. Anyone that hasn't done it and lives in this area, I highly recommend it. Okay. That was How's pretty your nice. feel after the ride? Oh, so comfortable. Was it? Feels like sitting on a sheep. <laughs> wow, you rode a sheep. That's uh, <laughs> that's interesting. It was uh, no, it was good. Okay, okay. So did your uh, did did where did both of the bikes have one on it? No, only mine has that. What are you talking about? I don't know. I was I figured that he would have just bought one and put it on there as soon as he's yeah, I've heard, years. I've heard complaints of uncomfortability. I imagine one he'll probably get more used to that seat and have less issues anyway. Or two, he may do something about it. But uh, at the same point, no, super comfortable. Uh, you know, ended up basically rounding out the trip by going through uh, to St. John's on the way back and stopping at Cathedral Park. That's a nice park. I also had never really been there. I've driven past it a hundred times, but never stopped. So uh, just okay. a couple of little, you know, for your Father's Day, I can kind of go out and, and see the things that I wanted to and, and take advantage of a little extra time, even if, even if I was on a schedule to get back for dinner and things like that, to, to kind of stop at the places I always think I should stop, but never really do. So it was nice, good ride, enjoyed it. But the weather, right, was like mid-70s. So when you're saying 91, that's just too dang hot. Yeah, but Sunday Sunday was a nice day. It was an awesome day. I get it. But you said it's like a week and a half since it's rained. Saturday it was dumping. What are you talking about? We lucked out and had an awesome Saturday, uh, Father's Day on sunday so that's cool you got rain on saturday i don't remember that you know you were probably hiding in the house that was probably true i think uh to that point i was packing and and working on finishing touches for uh, an upcoming ride a ride do do share well as many people know we've got the upcoming slacker moto ride coming up here i guess that's what upcoming means but uh you know, here starting in a literally a day from us recording, um, we'll have a ride report in the next recording. But uh, yeah, heading out east, going to uh, see a lot of good uh, good land through eastern Oregon, kind of northeast Oregon, really. Head up through Idaho, hit up Lolo Pass, going into Montana, shoot north through kind of northern Washington all the way across, and then cut back down through the Cascades. So it should be a pretty epic ride. Nice. So uh, so how many people are on the ride with you guys? So we've got a confirmed eight riders for this year's Slacker Moto ride. Mm-hmm. So it should be good. We've got a couple of newcomers and a couple of classics, some that uh, haven't been on the ride for a couple of years, some that, uh, of course, have been participating every year. And so, uh, pretty good mix, and uh, just enough people that will probably split into likely two groups through the day, 
you know, and, and cross and see each other most of the time, but just to, to keep numbers and, and the watchful eyes not overly stressful, keep it to about two groups of four. Okay. So you guys have already kind of planned that out. I mean, it seems like last year you kind of ended up having that happen anyway. Yeah, it usually migrates into, uh, you know, the those that ride at the same pace or, or just kind of more or less a buddy system, but the buddy system usually merges into a couple of buddy systems grouping together. So four seems about right. Well, day one will be kind of the feeler day. Likely we won't get too separated, if at all, uh, on day one. But my guess is it might boil it down to the uh, fuel stops as well. I know a couple of us have, you know, a much shorter range than some of these adventure bikes and touring bikes that are coming on the trip. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like it's going to be a good time. Uh, look, don't get to join you this year, but I'm looking forward to the ride report. You're going to try to get a few uh, audio clips on the road and and uh, a little bit of commentary for us? So with the goal. I've always got the, uh, the what, off-site mic ready to go, so I'll bring that with me. Uh, as well, though, I ended up for Father's Day. I don't know. Did you get anything fun for Father's Day? I guess before I dive into my story. Oh, I got shirts, man. That's good. I'm wearing shirts. one right now. It's right. Yeah, it's good. What did you get? I ended up getting a communication system for the helmet. Nice. So just a a basic Senna unit. I'm excited to use it. I, of course, threw it on and walked around the house with the helmet on making phone calls uh, at first install. Uh, surprisingly easy to install. It tucks away really nice. I mean, they've clearly designed the unit to go into a helmet uh, and clean up real nice. So it, it tucks away real clean. Uh, didn't take too long to install, and it seems to function very intuitively. Uh, I'm pretty impressed thus far. Granted, I haven't been on the trip with it so uh yeah as well as of course a ride report next week uh, i'd like to start getting into whether comm systems are worth it oh i am looking forward to that you know i am a little disappointed so you must not have been ready to hear my voice inside your helmet i'm never ready for that i know you just said you were making phone calls i'm really disappointed that i wasn't the, one of the first guys that got to hear oh yeah I, I don't ever call you no I know. We only talk on the podcast. Otherwise, it's just too much. It's really sad, but yeah. There's there's, there, there's some truth in that. We text a lot, but we less do, calling. We do a lot, yeah. Um, but no, it's... Uh, I mean, the, the I will say this as well. Granted, we'll see what it's like, you know, going down freeway speeds. But just standing still the the sound quality of the speakers is actually pretty good the pickup from the mp or it's not mp3 from the uh, bluetooth system to a phone gets very clean quality so i mean that makes sense because it uses the same 3.0 bluetooth to connect one comm to another um i don't know if anyone else has comms i sent out the the feeler for that and we'll see what comes back if anybody's got one i've asked them to bring it uh just because it would be nice to uh, to communicate back and forth but my next push on this Speaking of hearing Brad in my helmet, again, a very scary thought. I know. But we got to get you one of these, man. And when we go on rides, we can chat back and forth and even record those conversations. Well, I need to start flipping lawnmowers, and maybe I'll get to the point where I can afford a new motorcycle. We'll have to see. So you're going to flip over a lawnmower and then hold it ransom? You won't flip it back over until the person pays you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like cow tip. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Cows eat grass, mowers do too. People sell riding mowers for dirt cheap, not realizing what they have, and 
and uh, actually having really good mowers. And so being able to clean them up a little bit and turn them into profit. It's a crazy thought that's crossing my mind. I need parts for mine anyway. So I start looking online and I'm seeing a lot of ones pop up that uh, could easily bring in three to four times the amount that they're selling for. So anyway, uh, just where I'm at. Sorry, just had to throw that in there. No, you're good. You're saying that's a crazy thought, but now everybody else is going to be doing it. And your your uh, customer base just, uh, or I guess not customer base, but your competition just went way up. Oh, I already know I have competition. It's like anything else. If you find a good deal on one of these offer ups, Craigslist, Marketplace, wherever it is, you got to jump on it. You got to jump on it now. Because if you don't, it's gone by the time you're ready or able to go get it like after work where it would seem sensible <laughs> apparently there are people that don't work i mean which it kind of makes sense right now we got a lot of people that are uh you know laid off or getting getting back into work due to the the times that we're in but uh wow it's pretty amazing how fast things are going i think there's a little bit of that of you know those that aren't working but i think there's a lot of people that that do this on the side enough or have jobs with um, I don't know enough freedom that if something like this comes up, they can just run off for an hour, pick it up, head back to the office. So I realize for us that's you know that's the case sometimes, but not definitely not all the time. Right, it just depends. You know, and the last thing I want to do is start leaving every day at random times to go pick up things that I really yeah. don't need but thought I wanted. That's fair. On rare occasions, yeah, I, we we we're at a pretty decently flexible location assuming that you don't have other meetings and such going on but yeah okay okay so you got a trip coming up my lawnmowers broke down so i'm looking at lawnmowers and trying to find out ways to not spend my money on my fixing my motorcycle so that's exciting oh uh, what else is going on have you seen anything in the news lately not too many changes and updates. I got to say, by the time this gets released, it'll be too late. But uh, let us know if you went to the ProCal Yamaha Demo Day coming up. Uh, I guess it would have been last weekend when you're listening to this. Uh, unless you're listening to it later than that, then it was a number of weekends ago, depending on how long you waited what to listen. just awkward? Just the ProCal Demo Day. ProCal Demo Day with Yamaha. Yamaha. So... I, that's one I tend to like to go to. Brad, I think you should head up. I know, uh, again, it already happened by the time we talk about this next, but uh, you should check it out. No, I enjoyed the last time that we went. And, you know, the problem is you get on one of those and, and there's no real pressure to buy. I didn't really feel pressured at all when we were there before. It was, I think the biggest pressure is I want to get on a bike. And so then you're having to sit there and wait and getting to watch other people. And so, I mean, the, we, we were watching people trying to ride two up and it was, it wasn't, it's not funny by any means, but it's almost, it, it's good just people watching at times when you're at those kind of events, because you realize that there's a lot of people that just haven't, that don't have the experience yet. It's, it's almost, it's almost scary, but uh, there was last time that we went, I mean, they had, uh, what was it? Hot dogs, maybe hamburgers, chips, and some drinks that you could get in and, Get to look at some good motorcycles. Here's some. Here's some firing up regularly. So it was a lot of fun. I'd recommend it to anybody to go out and, and check it out. Quite frankly, Procal does a, a pretty good job with it. I agree with you. And I mean, even to the point where the uh, 
the demo day, we talked about this before, but the demo day expected to be in Salem actually was picked up by Procal again. So they did two uh, try or not try uh, two Indian demo days right in a row, only a couple days apart, just because uh, I don't know they picked up someone else wasn't able to or willing to given the times or or whatever reasoning was they picked up two in a row and they do a good job. I, I don't see there any reason not to do that. It's in a popular area, right? It's still here in the the Portland metro area generally. And they, uh, yeah, they usually have food and, and they make it a very inviting situation. So, you know, they do a great job. I agree. Uh, if you got, if you went, shoot us a message, uh, definitely send us an email from, uh, from slackermotor.com or check us out wherever you're, uh, Leave a comment wherever you're listening to the podcast that uh, let us know what you rode, what you thought, and uh, chances are we've been on some of those. I have been to a couple of Yamaha demo days. They seem to be bringing the same bikes this time, so not feeling too bad about missing it. However, if I were here, I'd be there because uh, those uh, those 900 triples I still do like, as well as I wouldn't mind trying the new uh, Tenere 700, see what kind of dual sport chops it has. Man, yeah, there's some nice bikes to try to get into on there. I, uh, I, I wouldn't have a problem checking that out. Time on a on a new bike, different bike, kind of getting to fill it out is just is a is a good time no matter what. So I know there's some other opportunities coming up here in the near future too. We've talked about some of those. We'll have to keep our listeners posted as those uh, become more solidified as well. As things start showing up, yeah, that was kind of the issue. Is a lot of these things that were planned, you know six months ago got canceled out or, or changed and adjusted. So as things are starting to show up again, I've seen a lot of the local clubs doing rides and dealerships doing group rides. So I think things to the point of uh, a social distancing standpoint are, are opening back up. So hopefully everybody's participating in that and being able to get involved and, and get out and, and be part of that larger motorcycle community again. Uh, and, and I think it uh, really started bringing everybody together. The weather has definitely got, gone from uh good to great out here at least uh in the northwest and and i know uh you know a lot of our listeners come from this area so hopefully we're seeing you and waving as uh, as we ride by yeah in other news i'm curious you know you've uh, been showing off some new products when are we going to start seeing some of these uh these slacker moto uh, products that you've designed and kind of been holding close to your chest recently i don't know that i've been uh well holding close too close but a couple of things i've you know I, I started just creating things that i had need I, i've had this thought over the last forever that as i need something or want something is the right product that i'm looking for available and or you know do i am i able to get it readily you know, things like that, that, that kind of get in my way of, of buying these items. Uh, right. So for example, like the rear rack, we talked about it last week, you know, I just couldn't find anything that looked right. It always looked like an afterthought, like something that bolts on and is, you know, universal part that is just slightly tweaked to fit on the street triple. It never right. looked like it was something triumph, whatever release or put on it. And that bothered me. I didn't want something that looked like a bolt on, you know, cheap aftermarket, even though they're not really cheap. We're still talking a couple hundred bucks. You know, for something that, that looks like it doesn't necessarily match the bike. Now, if you're throwing a box on top or bags on top permanently, then that doesn't really matter because you're going to have that bag covering it up and, and you're good to go. If you're touring on it all the time, then who cares? But I kind of wanted one that I could throw bags on, but also not have to remove every time because it looked good with the bike. And so out of that 
I guess, desire. It's not really a necessity, let's be honest. Bikes are, at least in my world, bikes are kind of a luxury, not necessarily a necessity. necessity. I know uh, in other countries and in other locations and other situations, a bike is a need and is a you know primary means of transportation and is the end-all, be-all tool of everything that somebody gets around and does. So, okay. uh, you know, in, in that situation, who cares what it looks like as long as it does the job, right? But for me, because it is kind of a luxury item, I want it to look good. So I made something that, that looked good, that matched the the form of the bike. Right? Granted, it's the first prototype. It was my literal first go at it. I mean, it's not like I made three, you know, hacked them up, trial and error, and, and finally released this one and put it up. This was the end-all, be-all with, uh, you know, with measure five times, cut once type situation. Um, and now from here, I can take it and, and set up that, tooling so that it can be you know made much cleaner much quicker in the future uh which is where i'm at with it but you know i look at other things i know what you're asking about you're asking about some of the other stuff that's popped up with regards to to shirts wallets beard balm those are really the three (laughs) but uh things that uh, you know i had a little metal wallet little minimalist wallet i liked it the rubber band on it is not good Uh, i don't can't remember i think it's 90s or something like that you can get them on amazon they're very cheap obviously that clasp point is why they're cheap that uh you know it's breaking on me and i don't want to be reaching into my wallet and have every you know my cards and cash filleted out all over my wallet because the uh the clasp on this this metal minimalist wallet broke so i sourced a couple of parts and, and had one made and uh have now dialed in that that styling to where I can get that up. So that's going to be on the Slacker Moto website here very soon. Uh, the beard bomb I made a while ago, I've kind of perfected what I like in it and use it daily. Uh, I'm doing a trial run right now, went up on the Facebook page and, and sold out within hours. I only had a handful, granted. It's not like I had 100 that sold out. But I didn't even get one. I grew a beard for this. You got it. You had to jump on it. I didn't expect it to sell out within an hour. You or two. know, I'm not on Bookface, man. Anyway, I know. <laughs> hey, hey, no, but it was, uh, you know, basically at cost with, uh, with, you know, let, let me know what you think of it, kind of a thing. Give us a good, honest review, and and we'll go from there. So uh, another batch of that coming up. It's already set up on the website, but out of stock because it sold out in an hour. Um, and then yeah, shirts are, are coming up. I've got a couple of those and and things going there. So. Not really getting too much into the bikes and the bike creation quite yet as I'm focusing on the rebuild of that Gladiator as well as getting the Street Triple set up. But slackermoto.com, that's where you can find any of the stuff that's available at the moment. The nice part about that is, you know, really it's right now isn't really going to anything except supporting moto industry and more specifically the podcast and these things that we're running here to try to to try to just bring this out to the public so it's kind of a a shared community support so we really appreciate it if you want to check that out feel free yeah no thanks brad for the shameless plug i know i you know i don't know who turned into promo bell i just asked you when things are going to be ready and you rambled for 15 minutes but but that's okay it's okay no i'm excited about it stuff i saw a picture of the the wallet uh i thought that was definitely uh has a has slacker moto um, punch through it or, or laser cut out of it or whatever. However, you had that uh, manufactured. It looks nice and clean. 
I didn't know that you were having issues with the bands on some of those um, minimalistic uh, wallets, but uh, I like the idea. For the longest time, I used just a, a very thin, only would hold maybe a couple cards in your ID, and I loved that I didn't have that painful um, protrusion in your ass when you're sitting in the car or on the motorcycle or wherever you're doing. So um, I like the idea. Looking forward to seeing how how well that turns out. I, you know, whether or not you end up going to market with it. Sounds like you are. I was just kind of joking around when I threw that out, but uh, Mike, that's cool. The yeah, third ball, I've had man, that sounds like it's a winner. I, I didn't get to see what you're selling at, and you don't got to mention it on the air. But it's still, it's uh, that that to have that sell out that quickly. That's pretty awesome. That's uh, I'm I'm interested to see how people respond to it. I mean, how long ago did you do this? Uh, just what. Less, uh, about a week ago so people and most of it was out of state uh, you know i kind of made tried to make it very clear that i'm not you know this this is at cost this isn't me trying to make a buck i'm not trying to right support my family with this this is something i want to legitimately sell so i wanted it to go to people that are going to use it and respond with honest reviews and mm-hmm. so it actually ended up being a lot of people that you know i i either barely know or knew years ago that have pretty good beards so people that are legitimately going to try it and then uh, hopefully get back on that promise, right? I'm not going to go hunt anybody down and be that guy, but hopefully I hear back and get some responses and can use that kind of as a market research and move forward. So um, nonetheless, because it went so quickly, the, uh, you know, the batches, I've already got all the basically, you know, we'll call them ingredients for the sake of this uh, set up to, to run another batch. And now I'm working on the tools set to run a larger batch so we can get, you know, not necessarily mass production, but much larger volume so we can keep up with demand. Um, for the time being, if it gets too big, I may have to outsource some of that because I have so many means here within the little home office. But uh, yeah, I, I've I've really enjoyed it. I think I like the smell, the, the feel. I like what it, you know, keeps everything nice and, and clean after writing, which is the problem I had with anything I use. The things that seemed to work in the past were basically sticky glue. So this is much uh, smoother, and it still keeps everything fairly, uh, you know, pretty pretty good condition after a full day's ride. So right, and to be clear, it's not dry glue. And- you just said it was smoother after saying sticky glue, but it is not glue. It is high quality natural ingredients. From what no, I- yeah, that's so that that's what I like. Is it's all natural, and it's not the that the only ones that I could have work in the past that I was purchasing were were really tacky, you know, hair gel type stuff. Not even hair gel, but like pomade stuff super sticky you know this is more of a, a cream and it just blends well i don't know it seems to work i'm really happy with it i've been using it long enough to be very confident that it does no damage in fact it only helps so uh you know i i've used it long enough now made just a small batch for myself that i thought maybe it's time to bring that out and see if uh if anybody else is looking for some that's kind of more towards all day outside beard balm instead of just, you know, looking good in the office. Granted, it obviously does that as well. But if you're out in the elements, this stuff holds up. So, Well, hopefully, you know, the chicken hawk did not uh, did not end up just creating 30 Facebook accounts of people that he knew you knew at one point just to get himself all of those. And then now he's hoarding them and reselling them for a profit. Because I think he would do that. I'm pretty positive he would, actually. I... We'll have to keep an eye out for him. You should. You should. If all of the addresses are the same or very close there, too, uh, you, you should uh, start questioning that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but now that's really cool. 
So, uh, so you're all ready for this trip coming up that we're going to hear about next week. I mean, what's the biggest highlight on the trip that you're looking forward to? I mean, what is the, the, the epicenter or the, the, of the trip itself? This trip is really Lolo Pass. I'm excited to see Lolo Pass run that ride. Um, our hotel visits both before and after are, uh, you know, low cost, kind of very motorcycle friendly hotels, but also the kind that have, you know, big open areas that we could all hang out at the same spot without having to share, you know, sit in a room together or something like that, where we're far too close given the current conditions. Uh, lets us kind of social distance while still spending time together. So it'll be a definitely a, a community event um, for the eight of us, at least, where we can, you know, really enjoy the brotherhood of the group. And, uh, and yeah, that, that was that day three is going to be pretty, pretty epic. I mean, Lolo Pass is one of those West Coast uh, rides going from Orofino, Idaho out to Lolo, Montana that, that, you know, kind of on the bucket list up there on a lot of people's lists with rides like uh, Tale of the Dragon and things like that. So it's a, a good ride that I'm really looking forward to. Oh, that's going to be really awesome. No, oh, cool, cool. And so are you guys staying at, uh, so you're not camping at all? We're not. We got uh, pretty Ooh, low cost. Whoa, whoa, that isn't like you at all. <laughs> with, uh, with only one exception, we got very low cost hotels. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't too concerned. It was only minimally more on all nights except one to, uh, to stay in a hotel. And since we're doing four nights, it was one of those that wasn't really worth bringing the tent three nights just to use it on the fourth. Okay. I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past you. You got that rack on that bike now, so you could have. It'll work. And, and, you know, there's times that that'll come in handy later in life. Uh, in fact, I was already looking at a uh, Olympic Peninsula ride later in the year. Uh, we'll see what happens with track days. Uh, they've still been on hold given all the conditions. So if those that really? I'm planning on doing a track day later, I've kind of hesitated on signing up because I don't want to, you know, deal with the refund game on that. Try to get money back to do another trip instead. So uh, there's conversation of a of a trip up to uh, the Olympic Peninsula just for a couple of days that'll be camping based. That should be super affordable being camping based. There's a lot of free camping and, and super low cost options up there. But uh, I have never done that ride. I think that would be a really epic ride as well. Even though it's just right in my back door, I seem to go a lot further the other direction than doing that. Well, that's an interesting comment, though, that you made. I could see the, the, the track days being limited initially, but I know that ORP has been open. I know that a guy with the with the Corvette here, a Z06 Corvette has been taking his out to PDX as well as ORP um, for all day events. Is it just for motorcycles that you're talking about? That's at least the group that, uh, that I was planning to ride with. I'm sure that others have opened up and, and things have happened. Um, but there's a specific group moto fit that I was looking at that is still a bit up in the air. I'm sure by the time I was looking to do it, it's going to be open and good. Um, but, one, you know, just keeping an eye on that site and understanding what everybody else. It was going to be a group of us going. I want to make sure that, you know, I don't show up solo as it's a lot more fun with friends. Solo YOLO, man. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't make sense. <laughs> In some instances, I think, so, I think it makes more sense. It depends on what you're going to be doing. Anyway. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> Nonetheless... 
appreciate the uh, the option there and anybody that stuck through all that shameless advertising. Um, <laughs> yeah, we lost half our listener base. Up. I'm yeah. sure we and did. No, and it wasn't for you to go on forever. Just saying. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I, I like it. I'm passionate. I'm excited. Uh, it's new, new, fresh, and exciting to me. So uh, feel free to check out the site if you want to see that stuff. Uh, as well, let us know what you think of anything, the podcast, the shameless uh, advertising, and, and everything on uh, on Slackermoto or Facebook or Patreon page. And otherwise, we will come back with a lot more information on a ride report. And what I'm excited to talk about, because I feel like I don't have enough background yet, is the comms report. I've been kind of a poo-pooer of comms for a number of months, and I finally, after getting one, and I'm not opening it, but reading reviews, see that everyone says that the only people that poo-poo the comms are those that haven't tried it. The second you put it on, it's transformative. So I'll have a report on whether that's true, how I feel about it, and especially if nobody else is using it, if that's only true if you have other people to talk to. So yeah, uh, a lot more on that. To yourself, but, but that's fine. Well, but having the music and the ability to answer a call and, and things like that, I can see the benefit of that. But to me, that doesn't excite me. But, you know, I could see if someone else on the ride had one and we could talk about stuff, calm back and forth. I think that there, I could see that being pretty cool. I just haven't had that opportunity yet as I barely installed it and then just walked around the house. So more on that next week. Did I say that you didn't call me? I was disappointed. Just wanted to throw that out again. wonder if it would reach across the office when we're both here at work. I bet it would. Would it? It would, yeah. That's supposed to have like a a thousand meter range. Now I think that's line of sight, so it would be severely shrunken with walls, so we'd have to see whether it could go that distance. So it has push to talk type of a feature where it has a short bandwidth radio signal that it can transmit between two different receivers, Correct. I'm assuming, right? As well Correct. as through Bluetooth to your phone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's got the, uh, yeah, what do they call it? Intercom mode and then Bluetooth mode. So, But however, I think intercom, as far as I understood it, is also a Bluetooth signal, just a much amplified version. Mm. So yeah, that's I where I think line of sight work will be very important. And never take it off. You up? I just want to wear my helmet all day at work and never take it off. Well, that's what I do anyway. And then people don't talk to me. Yeah, well, the last that's... time we did that, we made helmets out of pumpkins and then we just had everybody laughing at us but we won yeah it's true no one took that seriously i know i know we ended up getting you know gift cards or something for that i think they must have been some sort of a contest going on safety third man safety third third makes sense dabble babble nonetheless hope that everybody has a great week and we look forward to talking to you again next week till next time Right on. Mm-hmm.